Welcome to Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sampy. I'm Christy. And we're recapping Clayton's season of The Bachelor. Welcome back, everyone. We are here recording a weird episode because ABC decided to destroy the schedule for some reason. Yeah, they well, they I think they added an extra episode next week, so we kind of ended up having to double up. Yeah, so instead of having a normal timeline, we're left with women tell all, and I guess then that would make the next episode, the actual fantasy suites, it's episode ten the same week, and then we're also going to have two episodes next week. Yes, that is correct. Which, I don't got time for all this, so... <laughs> uh, let's just say, I'm sure nobody will have realized this, but we didn't release an episode for the Women Tell All specifically. We are, I guess... We are recording, this is episode 9 of Group Dates and Hot Takes, Uh, but technically where we are ending The Bachelor is after episode 10. Similarly, next week it'll be 11 and 12. And don't expect two episodes out of us that week either, let me tell you. No, it'll, I mean, it's the finale, so it'll all just run together. Ugh, I am not looking forward to that in the slightest. Oh, I am. <laughs> Look, I know, I know you love to get into the drama, and I like drama as well, but uh, unfortunately, this week has not hooked me anymore I think I am just I am Claytoned out well well I don't know I found the fantasy suites episode very entertaining I mean this is what we've been building to all season the women tell all was just kind of a bit wild but it was still fun hmm I see (laughs) <laughs> uh, I don't know if I can agree with that. So, it's okay if you don't. But. So, in the spirit of dealing with all of this at once, so I will admit, I'm not going to pretend, I'm not going to lie to our faithful, our faithful audience here, I did not watch The Women Tell All. I was way too busy, so... This is going to be news for me here. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I will give you the important points. All right, tell us everything that's even remotely worth knowing, I guess, and then we can continue with the disaster that I got to see. (laughs) Well, Jesse Palmer is trying to do his best Chris Harrison impression which I must say he did he did pretty well for his first 
you know, live, quote unquote, show. What did he? Did he like do that? Of course, the basically the only thing Chris Harrison ever said. Get ready for the most dramatic finale in Bachelor history. Or... Yes, at, at the end, I think when they showed the preview for Fantasy uh, Suites, he was like, "This really will be the most dramatic." But yes, uh, he he did his best. So a good chunk of time was spent on Cassidy, even though she wasn't really that important to the season, but. A lot of the women still don't like her, and that's funny given how how uh, impactful her protege was. I know, but some I think it was Kate who did say that the worst thing Cassidy did was coach Shanae. Well, <laughs> so they did acknowledge that really Shanae was obviously the worst one between the two, but. Yeah, they spent a lot of time just talking about Cassidy's friends with benefits, and she was like. Well, I wasn't going to cut it off until I was sure, like with Clayton. So that was her explanation for keeping that on the back burner. I just, uh, I, <laughs> I do not, I do not get that. I do not understand in the slightest that whole, like, keeping a roster of people. Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. Just but. in case. Yeah, it was strange. Unbelievable. Well, please continue. So then we, of course, had to spend a whole bunch of time on Shanae. There was this weird little moment as she's walking up to the hot seat where Genevieve says, her ass looks terrible. Are you wearing a diaper? (laughs) It was just like this little, like, said, like, not at quite full volume, but it's a very strange comment. Well, you know, Genevieve probably still hasn't forgiven her for the two-on-one. No, and they even brought her up to join Shanae in the hot seat. So now we've got, like, this two-on-one reprisal type of thing. (laughs) And honestly, just, I think the girls were just waiting to pounce on Shanae. Like, as soon as, like, Jesse Palmer, like, opened up the floor, it's just all this crosstalk and yelling and Shanae firing back. People, it was just... It was just a mess. But Shanae does not, of course, has no regrets. She just kind of sat there smug, you know, as we would expect. Just, do you, they, do you, they spent, go ahead. Uh, uh, you should probably just go ahead. I was going <laughs> to ask, I was going to ask if the women tell all was, was better than sex for Shanae. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I doubt it. She they they spent um Oh no, I forget what I was gonna say. But yeah, it was just it was just a huge mess. Genevieve called her a bad seed. I mean nothing basically nothing was gained. That's just funny to me, the the terminology these people use. Oh, you're a you're a bad seed. Yeah, they also spent a while um, talking about her apology, like where she cried, but it was all oh, fake. And Lord have mercy. They were trying to get her to admit that she lied, but she just kind of sat there with this stupid grin on her face. So, Well, of course, you, you, you really think that she would even remotely take responsibility for any of her actions? No, of course not. 
So we also had Sarah in the hot seat, and we spent most of the time debating whether or not Clayton cried. Like, no joke. There was this whole back and forth, like Sarah saying she did, or saying that the producer told her Clayton was crying with his producer was her explanation but so this is this is going back to the the psychoanalysis um no the she thought clayton cried on their first one-on-one okay because i know she like she like like went back to the group at one point and was talking about this i just couldn't remember yes that was yeah because then there there was when they were staying that she was bragging to them about her their her connection with Clayton. Right. Ugh. But yes, later on, when Clayton comes out, he yells, he says he didn't cry, and so Sarah just kind of looks like a liar. Oh, boy. Who's telling the truth? We may never know. No, we won't, unfortunately. And we had one thing come up from Teddy's hot seat. She said Clayton's brother slid into her DMs. Oh boy. <laughs> she didn't respond. Uh, that that would be real freaking awkward. I know, but then like I don't know, there was some debate online. Like I don't know if she ever released a screenshot of it or not, but yeah, that's what she said. Ugh, that's uncomfortable. So the next major thing was probably when Clayton came out, he looked very worried and nervous. Um, He said it's hard watching it back, seeing all the mistakes he made, and Sierra kind of lays into him a bit, asking why he neglected all the things the women told him about Shanae. And he said that's a fair question, but he hadn't built trust with the rest of the women early on, so he didn't. I don't know, I guess maybe he didn't take them as seriously as he should have. And then Lindsay basically says, just own that you like Shanae better. Yeah. He also says throwing the trophy was indefensible, and then they pointed out, but you still kept her. Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I just, I, I can't even. Yeah, I mean, that's really what it boiled down to, is he was just, having a good time with all of his sexy time there and didn't want to give that up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, somebody even said it was lust with her. No! <laughs> Christy, um, how dare whoever said that say that? That it was true love, okay? He also talked directly to Shanae, saying she was playing a game, he got manipulated, I trusted you, and it was the worst thing I could have done. (laughs) (laughs) No crap. And so he also talked with Sarah, and man, he really does not like Sarah after the fact. Um, He said at that point that the women that came to him, I guess Gabby, Rachel, and... There was one other person, but at that point he had a lot of trust with them, and so they all had the same story, and so he believed them, which is why he sent her and home. And Sarah, Sarah's the young. The yeah, young she's one. young. Okay. Uh, see, that's so, that's so sad. Even now, 
Like, I don't remember most of them because I didn't see any of them for any length of time. Yeah, and so he began to question everything with Sarah. Um, Sarah seems to think Clayton was being disingenuous. He was stirring the pot and wished he didn't let external factors influence his decision, but Clayton felt he needed to trust what the women were saying. And then when she got questioned about like the difference in stories to whether or not Clayton cried or not, she was like, all of a sudden, I don't want to discuss this anymore. <laughs> well, of course not. A little suspicious. <laughs> uh, that is ridiculous. He also talked to Serene a little bit. Um, he didn't want her to feel invalidated when she shared I love you and he apologizes to her and wished he would have opened up to her sooner I guess but I still feel like she would have gone home then anyway did he really actually open up to anybody still that's my question well not at this point <laughs> uh. sorry please continue <laughs> Then there was this weird moment with Kira, who I did not remember at all, um, who is like, hey, if you're single, I'm single too. <laughs> Oof. Yeah, it was this like weird, awkward moment. And then we had bloopers. Nothing really stood out there. And then there was like this really funny segment where like Clayton introduced a clip of Jesse when he was on The Bachelor like I think it was like 2004 or something. It was so long ago. And they showed the infamous clip of Jesse like calling the wrong name at the rose ceremony. Oh no. So he had to be like I didn't so mean funny. you. <laughs> yeah, he kind of had to say that, but then like I think still gave her a rose or something, oh, no. but yeah, it was pretty funny. And then at the very end, Clayton says he didn't think he would fall in love with multiple people. And then, like, Sierra, like, calls him out again. Sierra was, like, on level 10 the whole time. She was very animated. A lot of yelling with all the Shanae stuff. And she says to Clayton, who are you to act this way and subject the women to this behavior? So she was referring to the fantasy suites and finale, I guess. And Clayton's like, yeah, I didn't have any bad intentions. Ugh. And then Teddy says she hopes he is okay, as in he might be hurting as well. <sighs> so that was like an ominous end leading into yeah, the next it, night. It's, it's just, so here's, here's my thing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and if this comes out harshly, I guess just deal with it. But <laughs> I don't have much sympathy for him. And obviously, obviously, yes, he's, he's feeling things too, okay? But I do think there is a difference between uh, suffering because of, like, external factors or something that, like, somebody else did 
versus suffering because you made bad choices. <laughs> yeah, I would I would agree with that. And Clayton is suffering for his own bad choices. Yes. Spoiler alert! Which there we're about to discuss. <laughs> so yeah, that was the gist of the woman tell all. Wow, what a relief it must be for everyone that we don't have to spend so much time in that. What a relief for me. <laughs> I know you didn't even have to watch it. I should just watch <laughs> half half of the episode every week. Every week. <laughs> feel like that could add a bit of uh, spice to our to our podcast. It seems to me like you're trying to reduce your workload. Mm. Uh, perhaps. <laughs> well, should we move on to Fantasy Suites? I mean, we don't have anything else to talk about. So mine as well. Well, we are in Iceland, which looks like a cool place to visit. It is a cool place to visit. Both That's, that's right, you've been there before. Both the temperature at that particular time of the year and just because it's amazing. It did look very cold. <laughs> I mean, look, it's an island, all right? Some things happen, and it's also, you know... I, pretty early in the year when they recorded this so yeah it would be a little chilly so Clayton says it is time to let his walls down he keeps saying stuff like this and he never does well this episode he did uh, but not in a good way I mean so. I guess maybe I'm being too harsh keep those walls up Clayton don't yeah, he, let stuff out. <laughs> yeah. He says he might already be in love with Susie, which is interesting considering the way they, they've like edited this season. We've seen a lot of Rachel. So I was a little surprised to hear that. Mm -hmm. So then we have this thing they've been doing the last few seasons where the women are sharing a living space or at least uh. a common room. I was a little confused by that because every time they were like leaving to go on their date they left like through the door like i didn't i didn't quite understand where their individual rooms were but do do they typically air the fantasy suites in the order that they happen not always how i think you, they did this time though how do you know if we're being lied to um because usually reality steve will correct the actual order just like the hometowns were not aired in the order they were filmed in this time. What the frick? <laughs> yeah, they frequently lie to us. I feel so betrayed. I loved this line from Susie. She said, welcome to the panic attack room. <laughs> Uh, and and sh she did panic the entire time. It is true. Mm -hmm. And Jesse enters to tell us groundbreaking news that is the most important week yet. Oh, wow. Is it really? <laughs> you don't say. Uh, it's 
it's almost like every week is the most important week yet. <laughs> yeah, but this week. <laughs> Ugh. Don't start with me, Christy. <laughs> There's only so much I can take. So Rachel is going first. Let's see how deep our love can grow. Uh, not and very deep. <laughs> so we see the beginning of Susie spiraling in her ITMs, hoping Clayton takes physical intimacy as seriously as she does. He doesn't. Well, I mean, he does, just in the opposite sense, as it were. <laughs> uh, yes, so, Rachel. So I found this funny, like, the way TV works and, like, showing off style versus, like, what the weather is like. So Rachel has this, like, super, like, thick, heavy sweater on, but it's a crop top sweater. Which is like, if you're trying to stay warm, that doesn't really make sense. And also her heavy coat is unzipped so we can see the crop top sweater. Well, because it's, you, you, you gotta, you gotta get the style points. I know that it doesn't make sense with the weather, but I understand for TV, people want to show off the brands and stuff, but. Everyone needs to know that, that Christy sees stuff like that and she's like, you fools, if I were there. <laughs> I would be in so many layers. You would have no idea what I was actually wearing underneath because I would be oh, wearing yeah. like four coats. <laughs> so they get into a helicopter and then after they land, they like go down into a volcano. This is one of the wilder things I've seen on the show. I would 100% do this. Of course, and I would not. Not, <laughs> not, not with Rachel or Clayton, though. So. I don't know. It looked very scary to me. Oh, it was. It wasn't scary at all. It's all very controlled. They they're on a pulley system. Oh, it's like it's the... a it's like a mining elevator. It didn't look like an elevator to me. It was it very like, safe. It looked like a platform. It was threaded very through rope. It was very safe, Christy. <laughs> and they like descend down into the creepy darkness uh, like 400 feet they said yeah incredibly cool I mean cool yes but I also had the thought like I hope this volcano is like decently like not active no it's it's <laughs> it's completely dormant <laughs> not an issue Oh my goodness! Looking for every. I'm just excuse. like picturing lava bubbling oh. up. This <laughs> goodness gracious! <sighs> well, that didn't happen, thankfully. I feel like I would. This season would have had a happier ending if it had happened. <laughs> just think about all the all the heartbreak and tears. An emotional damage that would have been avoided. Well, it just had been a different kind of tragedy. Right, but a more isolated one. <laughs> All right, anyway. Yeah, we see this short little clip back at the hotel room where Gabby wants Clayton to explore things with the other women. And Susie disagrees. Well, you know, it's the, it's the classic 
it's the classic dilemma. Do you want do you want him to go out and experience everything and be like, that's right, I experienced everything, and what I really want is you. Or do you not want him to do that because he cares so much about you that he never would do such a thing? Yeah, well, we we see which one Clayton subscribes to. Mm, yeah. <sighs> well, please, don't let me derail you too much. <laughs> so, I guess that's pretty much it for the day portion. Um, at night... Clayton decides to, you know, unburden his soul and says he has something weighing on him. Um, he wasn't 100% transparent with her family and blah, 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 come to terms with feelings. Wish I told you this sooner. I am falling in love with you. And I felt this way for at least a couple of weeks, apparently. And thanks her for being patient with him. So, interesting timing, you know, right before he hands her the fantasy suite card. Mm -hmm. He's like, don't worry, I'm falling in love with you. We definitely can have sex. Yes, and I don't know if I've seen a contestant be so blatant. In her ITM, she says they will be physically intimate. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, don't you worry, guys. It's happening. We are going to have sex. <laughs> and so the next morning, I guess things have apparently gone well. Clayton said it was a perfect night. Um, Rachel said it was a good night. I mean, they got laid. Of course they're going to say that. <laughs> and then as he's leaving, he shouts, I love you back at her. Uh, this is this is a train wreck. This is yep a slow motion train wreck. I know because it's it was interesting watching this, knowing like the because of all the previews and everything that he's going to say it to all three people. He's going to sleep with two of them. It's just it's interesting dynamic. I just <sighs> so we see more of Susie still worried and like this reminded me a lot of you didn't watch this season but on Peter's season I think I might have told you about the girl Maddie who was a virgin but didn't tell him right mm -hmm. she was a virgin till the end and was very upset that he had slept with somebody so that's pretty similar so Rachel heads back to the group it's extremely awkward. I would like I I'm sure the producers like make them be in that room together, but I would 100% be like and I am <laughs> as as uh saw recently, I'm taking I'm taking my eyes and ears for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> Getting out yeah, of here. I think the producers kind of force them to do stuff like that. Uh, 
And she also says, I'm really sorry in advance. I don't know if that is like a reference to what they did the night before or or if she's just sorry it's awkward, but I think I think that uh so my interpretation and you could you could put as much weight or none as you wanted this, but my my interpretation was that she was saying that because in her mind she's won. Like oh like because like they because they went through all of the stuff like they actually had sex like I that that was my theory anyways that in her mind she sees what happened and be like oh yeah like he's not gonna he's not gonna like everything else for everyone else is basically a formality because like we've actually like gone the whole way yeah and also the fact that he told her he loved her right usually the lead doesn't do that at all so good point so time for gabby (sighs) gabby 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 so they go riding on a dune buggy on Black yeah, sand which, beaches. I don't want to be. I don't want to be too nitpicky here, but I'm going to be okay. Just like I will be later about the other thing involving Gabby, but it, those are actually little pebbles. If it's the if it's the beaches that I think she's talking about, it's not actually sand. They're just like it's very very small little pebbles. I know oh, nobody. I Nobody, <laughs> nobody wanted to know that, um, but yeah, it's kind of a famous thing. Yeah, I've never seen that before. It looked cool. Yep, just tiny little. I think it's like basalt. It's like that volcanic rock. Oh. It gets like ground into tiny, tiny little pieces by the ocean and then put back. I believe. You're uh you're not supposed to bring like you're not I don't think you're supposed to take any of it away from Iceland. That makes it's, sense. It's like illegal. So I guess technically I'm a criminal because when I got back from Iceland I was walking through the airport in my boots and I found one in my boot. It was like oh, stabbing no. my foot. I was like, "Oh no. <laughs> this is illegal." <laughs> However, it was an accident. So yes, Doom yeah, buggy. They, they they both get to to drive it. Mm-hmm. I would you like to go on this date, Christy? I just have no idea what you're gonna say. Uh, I don't know that I'd want to drive <laughs> that. But would you ride? Depends on how wild the driver is. <laughs> Oh boy, that's it's very loaded. Uh, anyway, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go sit in some restaurant, um, and they talk about her family and how serious things are getting. She again, I don't know if she told them this before, but she tells him here to explore his options. <sighs> <laughs> Well, 
and Clayton also says in his ITM that he's falling in love with her. Wow, that's such a rare occurrence for him. <laughs> so at nighttime, Gabby shows up basically wearing lingerie. I couldn't believe how short that was. It also was like... I don't know what the right word is, but it was like... Like, it was not... It was not... so Like, as you said, it was basically like an undergarment. There was no any yeah. shape or anything to it. It looked like... Like a, a, a slip or like a, a night shirt type of... Like, something you would wear, like, to go to bed. I guess she was just super confident that she was gonna be getting some sexy time. She was like... Why yeah. why bother wearing actual clothes? Might as well just show up in my PJs. <laughs> yeah, it was I yes, it was very very suggestive. <sighs> and so they then talk about how great their conversation earlier was, which that drives me crazy when they do that on the show. Like why are you wasting time talking about how great your earlier convo was? Christy hates summaries. <laughs> it's it's just weird when you summarize it, like, the two of you as, like, as you're present with, with each other. Is there something just weird about it? <sighs> I mean, I, I partially agree with you, at least. And so it is time for Clayton to repeat himself again <clears throat> and talk about how he realized he's falling in love with her had these feelings for a while, didn't want to let himself go there. And she says thank you to this. <sighs> and right on cue, here comes the fantasy sweet card. And they head to an igloo or a yurt. I don't know how different those are from each other, but Well, technically I think an igloo an igloo would actually be made out of out of ice. Yes, which this wasn't, so. Right, it's just vaguely similar shapes. Yeah, and Clayton says they will be doing it in style tonight. Emphasis on doing. Which I think was unintentional on his part, but I read into it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, with the rest of America. Mm -hmm. And then we had like this weird little scene where Susie is walking down a spiral staircase while also saying she is spiraling. <laughs> and then there was like this weird like villain music that played with it too. It was very odd. Because she's freaking out. This is a this of course is not the whole villain music is not to be confused with uh earlier at the start of the four the, the like the dune buggy date, we had adventurous music because <laughs> mm -hmm. I, I always have uh, subtitles on and so, so I was like there, there it shows them on the beach subtitle adventurous music <laughs> <laughs> and so yeah we have Susie's like just worrying spliced with Gabby basically almost nude on the bed with Clayton yeah, that was a little weird. I was like, shouldn't you shouldn't you have like camera guy? What are you doing? You were supposed to leave like ten minutes ago. 
He just he's just there zoomed in on in on them as they're rolling around on the bed like yeah, well, hands on get, butt cheeks and stuff. Mm-hmm. As it like they crossfade it with with flames from a fireplace. Ugh. And you know, and just how romantic, right? So next morning, we see that dress, quote unquote, on a chair, and Clayton just is head over heels. Things are easy with her. There's no stress, and like, yeah, that's this. I mean, he's. I I I hate to be obvious here, but like, there is the whole scientific like thing about the different neurotransmitters that are released during sex and all this of course you're like oh wow everything's amazing like you literally just spent all night having sex (laughs) (laughs) yeah and as he oh it feels so good yeah yeah you're still basically high from all the dopamine and everything (laughs) (laughs) sorry i i digress no that that is all very true and he um, yells, we see the shot from the preview, I'm falling in love and it feels so good. <laughs> so cheesy. <sighs> oh man. So Gabby comes back and is like, hi, as she walks in. Oh. <laughs> she said, you guys look cute. <laughs> if I... If I, I obviously like, let's be real. I am just very, uh, I don't even know what the right word is. I, let's just say I would be very restrained in a fantasy suite. But even then, I would not go back and say anything. Yeah, they're giving too much detail. I would not reveal a single thing. Yeah, you would be labeled as the villain, though, if you did that. <laughs> Look, I'm willing to be a villain for my principles, okay? That's fair. Because, it I don't know, it just... I, I know that the point is that it's not at all productive, but, like, you you have them, like... So, in this case, with the Abbey... Okay, we'll tell... So... Oh yeah, you know we did the we did the dune buggy thing, and we I was a little scared because Clayton was being a crazy driver, and like we got to stay in this yurt with a huge bed and all this is <laughs> like, what do you, what do you expect? Is there's nothing positive to be gained from this, especially no. when you have the whole suit. Again, this is just of course feeding into and as a result of all this stuff that we keep seeing with Susie but Susie of course sees and mentions the fact that Gabby has bedhead you know aka Mm -hmm. she's like she's been uh uh, let's just say hasn't really had tumble yeah hasn't really had much time to get presentable either no like she like tries to fix it (laughs) it's like is it okay now (laughs) What an odd situation. And then at this point, we see Clayton like back in his hotel room. 
now all of a sudden realizes he has told three women he's fallen in love with them. It's like, oh, oh, oh crap. <laughs> like, Whoopsie. Do, does, he, does he not realize this as he says it? Like, I just, I don't understand. I guess this is what happens when you have a bachelor who doesn't or hasn't really watched the show enough and didn't make it to the end of his the season he was first on. It just seems like that should be common sense not to do what he did. I mean, here's what I have to say about that. I think it should be common sense that you don't do that under any circumstances, whether you have, have, I know, but like, have been on the show like before strange, or not. The Bachelor's like a strange environment, so I guess it has different rules, but even within that, it still seems like he should have known better. Well, right, because it, it completely, uh, I guess maybe a way to describe it would be it completely does away with any sort of uh, illusion or attempt at uh, suspension of disbelief, right? Because with the show, right, we're like we're watching this show and, and we're uh, – I mean the the way that we watch things is is probably even more critical than than people normally but like you watch it and to a certain extent at least at times you know you just you try to let yourself like just watch the show versus the sort of stuff that we do all the time <laughs> where it's like the the theories and the knowing stuff so that like oh yeah like the producers probably did this or that or set things up in such a way for this to happen and and whatnot but on an ordinary basis you kind of try to i think at a certain level watch the show for the show like Mm -hmm. try to you know emphasis on try sort of take it more at face value a little bit um despite how sort of ridiculous the concept is. But then when you have something like this happen, this is completely just so out there and shatters all of that because now it's like nor- normally speak, you-, you can at least kind of, as you're watching, pret- sort of pretend like, oh yeah, like he's trying to work through all of this or in the case of The Bachelor, she's trying to work all- through all of this and trying to sort out her feelings and then she'll like, fall in love with somebody he'll fall in love with somebody and that's the person who'll get engaged to versus this is just like i love you i love you i love you and it kind of crumbles all of that sort of setup that they try to do for the end Mm -hmm. yeah because there's really no like no way forward the way he is done things because everybody's mad <laughs> yeah so oh, how dare they i mean this isn't this isn't that crazy <laughs> i mean he only well, thinks he loves three three people at the same time and is and would have had sex with all three of them if he could have oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> that was ridiculous but speaking of which, it's time for Susie's date. And at this point, she is like 
trying to be like blissfully ignorant like i'm not going to assume he did anything with the other woman oh man so it is like extremely windy outside like so much so that she can't even do the like hug jump thing he like tells her to do the jump but she she can't do it weak sorry that was hard (laughs) (laughs) so we asked her does she have a swimsuit she says yes and so they go to this sky lagoon that has geothermal water and then they do this series of like hot cold hot cold like I don't know, that seemed okay. It would have been a bit of a shock to the body. Which well, I guess yeah, but is that's, the point. that's the point. It has health benefits. Also, geothermal water is so cool. I know, right? That is, that is pretty awesome. It's like, this is just water that's been warmed by the earth. Yeah, they, yeah, there was like a cold mist room, which that looked pretty torturous. Yeah, you would not have appreciated this date. No, just the warm parts. <laughs> <laughs> you mean like, uh, I'm sorry, sorry, Clayton, but I'm not getting out of the geothermal area, okay? You well, can. Even, <laughs> even Susie, when she tried to go into like the cold hot tub, she was like, nope, not doing this. <laughs> they also uh, did like a, bo- a body scrub, which that's normal. Uh, I. Uh, that's just makes me so uncomfortable. Oh, them rubbing each other. Yes. <laughs> it's like, I don't need to see that. I don't need to see you rubbing each other's butt. I don't need that in my life. I was so innocent before. I mean, it is a little awkward. Uh, I just think how awkward it must be for the cameraman just standing there filming that. <laughs> I did I think oh, yeah, in some they're... in some cases they just like installed like stationary cameras there at mm-hmm. the spot in oh, particular. I don't know. It did look a bit cramped in there, but yeah, I don't. Then they spend <laughs> then they spend a bunch of time outside, I guess, in the warm waters making out. <sighs> so it is now time for the monumental nighttime portion and so he is his plan is to tell Susie that he loves her he says it'll be the biggest night of the entire journey which this is kind of like a clue like okay he likes her the most which is interesting see at a certain level you kind of got to realize perhaps your finalists are not going to appreciate you sleeping with the other people. You would think. I mean, <laughs> did I just no forethought at all on his part? Because, again, it's it's goes going back to the whole shattering of the illusion. Because of, of course, while we don't know specifics, typically, uh, theoretically. Fantasy Suites is a time where that does happen. Yeah. And probably has happened in multiple seasons, I would personally guess, where, you know, the lead has had sex with 
at least a couple of the of the finalists. But I, as I keep saying, they were smart enough not to bring it up. Yeah, I mean, I have I'll have some things to share at the end that might shed a little bit of light on what he was thinking. But yeah, for the most part, it is just like, what were you thinking? And so he launches into his third love speech of the night about how I had the walls up been wanting to tell you also falling in love with her I am in love with you so excited to tell you and she looks pretty surprised like as she should because this is not normal and then she starts into this there are things I can't compromise on um like, if you feel the same way about somebody else, if you've slept with somebody else, I don't want to share your love with anyone. And so you can kind of see Clayton's, like, oh, crap face. I love... I I, <laughs> I love how he started with, like, yeah, so, I like, I've slept with somebody else here, and I expressed feelings of falling in love with with, with them. And then, and then, like later on, after this back and forth, let's drop. I, I've I've slept with both of them. Yeah, well, he kept like, I don't know if you noticed how much he struggled anytime he mentioned someone, because he knows in his brain it's two people, but he's trying to like not share that, so that I don't know, maybe like maybe you don't put everybody's business out there. But then at one point he said these person (laughs) (laughs) which made me laugh so hard and then finally he's like yeah it was both (laughs) yeah and so look maybe maybe you can change my mind on this maybe with with what you have to say later but this was this is where i really i really probably once and for all just fell off the Clayton wagon. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people did watch this. <laughs> like like not not for this first part. I felt this first part where they were talking was fine where they were kind of just going back and forth like each sharing how they felt and um Susie's like if you're in love with me it doesn't make sense to sleep with anyone else. Like, yes, that that totally seems true and he's like well it's different feelings for everyone like i don't feel the same about you as i as i do about other people and she was hoping that you know if he felt that way he wouldn't have slept with anyone else but also didn't want to ask him didn't want to give him an ultimatum he also says right now i am the most in love with you which uh. like ouch if you're the other two uh. women. <laughs> yeah and i guess from my perspective And obviously, my perspective is not the end all be all, but the the impression that I got is that, like, if you're having to go through through this whole rigmarole like this, like, with how he was approaching things, 
at least from where I'm standing, you you actually like you know that you didn't like you did what like you you shouldn't have done what you did like you're going around so much in circles about this like trying so carefully to like oh, i'm just gonna put it in a way you understand and like we'll get there that to me just points to like yeah he he knew like yeah i really shouldn't have done that but I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying my best to to salvage this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, if I'd known this was a deal breaker, I would have behaved differently. Which I don't know. I don't know if I completely believe that or not. But he is hoping that their relationship is worth fighting for. Like he's just calling this like a challenging time they need to work <laughs> through, and he wants to talk it over in the fantasy suite. Um, he also said that because he did or have feelings of love for the other two women. He also wanted to see what the physical connection was. So he didn't just sleep with them because they happened to be there. Well, he also had this line. (laughs) I have somehow fallen in love with three women and it makes zero sense. That (laughs) is like the line of the episode. (laughs) Cause it really makes, I feel like the more people you're in love with, the less it makes like the less you're actually in love. Yeah, I mean, yeah, makes sense to me, but maybe we're we're in, you know, it's a different time. Yes, and then at this point, um, she gets up and talks to a producer, and then Clayton gets up and says this line, this is exactly what I was afraid of, which I found fascinating because I'm wondering, it kind of ties into something I'll share later, but I'm also wondering if, like, producers encouraged him to, like, say I love you to everybody and now he's like this is what I was afraid of if I do that so interesting hmm. yeah I I just was not a fan of how he continued then to handle things no it I'm, just seemed very just I guess juvenile yeah. just like yeah just how he approached that Ugh. yeah Jesse comes out like <laughs> just appears I don't know where he was hiding out <laughs> Yeah, because Clayton basically storms out of the actual lodge or wherever it was that they were. And that's what I was telling you. It literally, it looked to me like, like Jesse having like, okay, like everything's fine. Like he's on, he's on his date with, with Susie. They're going to have some conversation and then they're going to go chat slash have sex all night. I can I can finally get a good night's sleep. And then one of the producers calls him and is like, Jesse, you got to get over here right now. Everything's <laughs> going to crap. You got to do something. And she, he just like, he like throws clothes on and runs over. Like that's literally what it looked like to me. Like, it he, had did. Just, like he had just woken up like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> yeah, it looked, he looked deer in the headlights. And also he had nothing to offer except, I'm sorry, no. man. <laughs> nothing. Yeah, because Clayton's like, well, oh, what am I supposed to do? And then Susie comes outside. He's like, oh, I'll I'll let you two have, have some time. I know. I'm sorry, man. Puts his <laughs> hand on his shoulder and just leaves. He was there for like 20 seconds, Max. <laughs> he's like, uh, this was not in the manual. <laughs> and so Susie was like, I probably should have told you about how I felt about sex earlier and... 
here's where Clayton starts to get angry and like where I turned on him. Cause like there was like a shift in his demeanor at this point. He's like, in my eyes, you just invalidated everything we had. And then just all this stuff about you dropped a bomb on me. Why didn't you tell me this before? I don't like the way you're going about this. Uh, if you really cared about me, we would work through this. And yeah, things are like escalating. He also says, sorry, I raised my voice. But like anything you say to me at this point doesn't matter anymore. I don't even know who I'm looking at. I mean, just really over the top reaction to this. Which Very, very dramatic. Yeah. And, like, this is your fault. Like, you don't have the right to react like this. And How dare you invalidate his feelings, Christine? <laughs> and so then he walks her to the car. Which, can I just say uh, about that whole moment? I, I was shaking my head so hard because he's, like, pushing her into the car. And he's like, oh, like, something about, oh, like, this is so difficult. But then... Be- because of my faith, I believe everything happens for a reason. And, like, launches into this thing. I'm like, what? What? <laughs> what? Yeah, that, that was like, but you, so, so, like, because of whatever, like, whatever faith that, I don't know what it is, but, like, whatever that faith is, like, it tells you that everything happens for a reason and this, this sucks, but he'll, like, things will get better because of it and he'll find someone who sticks with him, but, like, so it tells you that, but not that you shouldn't just sleep with several people <laughs> wow. that uh, that are under the impression that like you probably aren't going to sleep with all of them and express super strong feelings for all of them. Your your faith didn't raise any red flags about that. Uh, he might have just ignored them. <laughs> <laughs> No. I don't know. That is a good point, though. But yes, he at this point is pretty angry. Honestly, he just said so many rude things to her. And Susie is just like feeling terrible, saying it's her fault, which, no, this really isn't her fault. She probably should have told him about this sooner, but still, this is not, this is on Clayton for behaving the way he did. And Susie even says in the car that she thought they would have been better at getting through that convo in a kinder way. (sighs) And that he would have had more compassion for her because, yeah, if he supposedly actually does love her, like, it doesn't explain his reaction there. (sighs) Unbelievable. Well... What a freaking train wreck. I know. So I did listen to um, a couple of podcasts Clayton was on. He was on Caitlin Bristow's and um, Ben and Ashley Eyes to kind of like explain his side of the story. And so basically he's saying that he decided to play by like bachelor rules instead of like normal dating rules so he thought okay this is a different environment there's different like expectations and so he decided to just fully immerse himself in that environment he assumed that the women knew what would happen in the fantasy suites and so he thought there was more leeway there and so he basically said Susie wasn't like 
fully adapted to that environment like I did. She should have been totally cool with me sleeping out <laughs> with everybody. I mean, no, that that wasn't what he no, I, was, I know. was I'm... getting at. Um, but he was basically like, yeah, we're like operating like on two different like set of rules. And so he also said that he's started feeling stronger for her over the other women around hometowns. And then the part where like he started to get really angry, he had I guess was still traumatized by um, the earlier in the season where he got played by people like Sarah and Cassidy and Shanae. And so when Susie's all of a sudden like pulling back, he was thinking, oh, this is Susie trying to become Bachelorette. And so that's why he had all those lines about, I don't even know who I'm looking at anymore. Like, I don't like the way you've done this. He was basically like, Oh, she's just trying to like make her exit to become the next bachelorette, which he also made sure to say like, even like later that night or the next morning, he no longer thought that. But in the moment, he was just, I guess, fearful, triggered, like whatever you want to call it. So do you buy that? Um, I mean, I guess it would explain his sudden flip flopping with emotions, but. I don't know. I could I could buy that, I guess. Mm. I mean, I didn't get that impression from watching Susie, but the other thing you mentioned was that that conversation was like three hours long. So who knows what else was said there that we didn't get to see. Um, he also did not really get to pick the order of the fantasy suites. I think he wanted to, he said he wanted to have Susie first, but the producers basically like convinced him not to, and they were like, "If you have her first, you're gonna get closed off to the other women," which I think probably would have happened if he really did like her more. Yeah, is that such a terrible thing? <laughs> no, but that it, of course the producers are gonna push for Susie to be last. Like, look at all the drama they got out of it. So it makes sense they would convince him and Clayton just going along with stuff, which is kind of what I figured was happening based on how long Shanae lasted. Like, I'm not surprised he caved to them. <sighs> so, I mean, I remember I said at the beginning of the season, they picked him because they can manipulate him. So, and then one random little thing I saw on Reddit, somebody posted a transcript of Clayton and Susie's evening portion and somebody went through and highlighted all the times the word like was said was over 250 times. <laughs> uh -huh. The Frank. Uh, uh. So, yeah, that's his, that's his explanation. But he made sure to say that this is like on him. He didn't react well. Like, this is this is not Susie's fault. He said, like, he, for some reason he just couldn't see her side of it in the moment, but he sees it now, and so he's definitely like put the blame on me. All that, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I. Uh, and he's also getting like absolutely horrible like death threats and death threats. Oh yes, he, well. Maybe not, maybe death threats is the wrong word, but people telling him, like, go die, like, in his DMs. 
Wow. Kind of stuff. That's so a little intense. People are really unhinged. So I feel bad he's gotten that kind of like blowback from it. Like criticism is fine, but like that is just on another level. Yeah, I I don't know. I guess my my position is I'm not totally sure if I buy all that explanation, but I also think that you really got to Okay, so you like oh, I'm just going to adapt to this. Like this is different rules than regulating whatever, but but the operative thing has always been you don't kiss and tell. Like that's that's the whole thing is you don't you don't just vomit all of that out to everybody. Yeah. You keep it to yourself. Even yeah, like previous leads have done. Right, even if, right, as he was saying, you know, I just, you know, I just was playing by the Bachelor rules and adapted to the environment. Well, if you're really adapting to the environment, part of that is even even if, yeah, so what, so what if they theoretically know that, you know, you, you could be fooling around with other people during the fantasy suites, like breaking that illusion so specifically I think is is very like damaging psychologically are you talking about next week when he tells them I've been intimate with both of you yeah but also also his date with Susie like that was it's just the whole thing yeah oh well with Susie, he kind of had to tell her because she asked, like, had if he had slept with other women. Yeah, but uh, I feel like, like if he if he doesn't answer her, she's gonna take that as a yes as well. So, yeah, I just feel like there was a, uh, a, a extra tact that could have been used there, perhaps. Oh, for sure. I just, especially with his actions, I just, yeah, I don't, it just, he just seems like he didn't, just no forethought. Like, if I do this, what are the consequences going to be? No, it was very uh, toddler-esque. Ooh, here's something I could do. (laughs) But also, like, I think it almost seems like the I love yous to everyone is almost even worse than the sex part. Because I think people kind of assume, oh, that might happen in the fantasy suite, but to tell three women that, just, like... Yeah, I mean, that is particularly egregious. It just doesn't even make sense, like he said. So, yeah, he he has made quite a mess for himself. I'm not entirely sure how this is going to play out next week. Like, there is a spoiler out there, but it doesn't even make sense to me. So, I I don't know. I don't even know what's what will be happening. Oh, boy. Well, I guess... I guess we'll just have to see, won't we? Yep. Hmm. What a... Freaking disaster. (sighs) 
do you have any other thoughts for us, Christy? Um, no, I think I've pretty much said my piece about how he acted. Okay, he you're was not going to keep piling it on. Being an idiot on a massive stage, so. Great. Fun, fun, fun. Uh, well, I was very busy this episode. We had 35 kisses. Wow. Well, it is Fantasy Sweet Week, so that is appropriate, I and suppose. And Clayton likes to stay busy. Mm-hmm. As we all know, it's very abundantly clear to everyone across the entire world Clayton likes to get to it, as it were. Yep. I mean, he did mention on those podcasts that he would not get engaged to someone without having sex with them first. So I suppose that is another reason why he felt, oh, I've got license and leeway to do this. Hmm. Interesting. Not like the... Not like the uh, engagement is particularly legit anyways. I mean, no. Yeah, I, I mean, I guess whatever floats your boat is just you got to be, you got to be conscientious <laughs> of the people around you. And I don't think that that happened. No. He he was a horny bachelor who decided to have fun. And it bit him in the butt. Yep. It really did. Well, I don't have anything else to say either. Besides, I'm disappointed in you, Clayton. Disappointed. How can people get in contact with us? You can email us at groupdatespod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram, groupdatespodcast. Hmm. At groupdatespodcast. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I guess I do have one more thing to say. He'll never hear it, but just please make better decisions in your life, Clayton. Please. <laughs> This has been Group Dates and Hot Takes, a Bachelor Nation podcast. I'm Sevi. And I'm Christy. We'll talk to you next week. 